This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, Sports to the Max. Timberwolves coming up at 8.30. Some heavy topics tonight for good reason. I mentioned earlier I stopped by 38th in Chicago today and I went to Just Turkey because that's the, the, the restaurant that Sam Willis owns. And I've known Sam for many, many years. He's a product of the Minneapolis City uh, school system. His father, Sharif, people know that name. Don Shelby, his mentor over the years, means an awful lot to him as well. And Sam came back and has become an entrepreneur. And before uh, he, he opened his restaurant, uh about two months later, the uh, George Floyd lost his life about 60 yards away, uh, which has obviously been um, uh, in in the midst of everything. Um, you know, the good and the bad that, that's come from shutting down uh, the lanes there and the, and the streets, etc. Um, he has seen it. And we sat and had a wonderful lunch today and a wonderful visit. And I said, we got to bring some of this stuff to the radio. And Sam, I got to tell you, when, when we, you and I were sitting there, uh, and I don't know if you're up to speed on this or not. Uh, I talked about it earlier, but this afternoon, a young man, uh, an athlete in the Minneapolis City Conference on the north side, um, was shot and is in critical condition right now. Yeah, Laura Oaks alluded to it. Uh, I'll give you a little bit more information on it than that. And it sounds like um, it sounds random and like he, he he was a peer victim. And 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 you hear this stuff, Sam, and 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 you just. You and I were talking about it today. You know, when does it end? How does it end? How do we get our, our arms around this? And then you hear something like this, and it just it just tears at your guts. How does it strike you when you hear that? You, you've grown up in the city your whole life, and you've seen everything the last few years uh, in real time at George Floyd Square. Yes, yes. You know, it's disheartening to hear that type of thing. You know, like the uh, you know kids on a school bus and someone shooting at a school bus and you know striking someone. It's just unfortunate that uh, these type of things is happening. And we got young kids that's, you know, subjected to this um, type of stuff because they, they don't have anything to do, Mike. You know, we not, they don't have any activities. They don't have no park centers to go to, uh, no, uh, you know, overall the community is just letting them down. I've heard that time and time again that we need more uh, opportunities for kids to do more things. If if they were able to open it up, community centers, schools, whatever it is, would the kids gravitate to it uh, automatically? Or you know, where are, where are those kids at right now? Are they are they just can't wait to get involved in something like that? Or uh, do we have to recruit them to do to, to be active? Where, where are we at with that? Uh, we we probably have to recruit them because we like a lot of mentors. You know, I've been fortunate enough to have Don Shelby as my mentor. Uh, we need more mentors uh, in the community, someone they can look up to, uh, someone that can set an example for them. And that's why I opened up the restaurant to show them that we are able to do things that uh, 
that we thought that we couldn't do. And so that's why we try to uh, provide a different uh, idea, different concepts, and uh, just to uh, provide... Um, um, well, inspiration, the American dream, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Inspiration, you know, because you're trying to provide generational wealth for our children and just provide, you know, different alternatives uh, in the community. So so while we're sitting there today, different people come in and out. Uh, Frank Shaw works for, he used to play for the Globetrotters, and then somebody, and, and you've got this rapport with all the people that come through, kind of a first-name basis. Is, is that what it's like at, at, at your place, or is that what it's like at 38th in Chicago? How does that work? It should be like that at everyone establishment. We should know everyone by name. You, you want to know? You want to be familiar, like Cheers. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know Cheers. You know, you know Norm. You know, you know different names. You know, when they come in, they say Norm. Yeah, you, you keep giving me that Norm. Polish turkey, and it's going to be Mike. Yeah, <laughs> 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 and people just want to be welcome. You know, by name and things like that, and you know, being that knowledge is a big thing too, as well. Um, explain Thirty Eighth in Chicago today. Uh, I don't want to say we've taken our eye off that ball, but there's been a lot of stuff that's happened in, in, in Minneapolis uh, in just the last couple of weeks, Richfield, Minneapolis. Uh, and I mentioned today what happened, uh, the two shootings and the, and, and the one, unfortunately, uh, young student athlete that uh, um, that's in critical condition right now. Uh, what is 38th in Chicago feel like? How is it different now than it was 18 months ago? Uh, 18 months ago, you know, we had tours coming all across the country and things. Uh, we had people uh, patronizing the business. Now it feels like a third world country. Um, it still feels, you know, empty, um, as you as you know, later today. Uh, you know, I try to advocate, you know, for, you know, during the holiday season that we needed lighting in the area. This provide, you know, uh, you know, make the area feel comfortable, like uptown Minneapolis. Uh, it's just unfortunate that we didn't get a chance to do all these things, and hopefully in the future to, uh, that the city and the state, you know, they'll, they'll listen to me, and uh, you know, try to do a, a few things that uh, to help uh, also, you know, uh, create the memorial for George, uh, who changed the world, and so uh, we just want to, you know, create a warm and homely environment uh, for the area, uh, like we were talking today, you know, with, uh, the carjackings and things like that. Yeah, he explained this to me. The, the, the carjackings and, and and who are these people that, that that are behind the carjackings and you know not naming specific names, but you certainly got your finger on the pulse. How are these carjackings happening, and, and, and what happens after they carjack uh, uh, someone, and, and, and what's the age range of the people? Um, you know, these are kids. They babies. Um, these they can be our children, our grandchildren, and so these guys are you know from fourteen to uh, seventeen years old. Um, they, you know, they're doing carjacking because they don't have no one to look up to. They don't have no one in the home that can inspire them to do different things in their life. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, these are children. You know, they, they carjack and they leave the cars in the alleys in the back of um, different establishments in that area. So you, you explained this to me today. I never. So after they after they carjack someone and they steal the car, they literally, I mean, they, they find parking lots for this that they come to and from uh, to and from and, and use the car, huh? Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, they probably lose, use the car for all different, uh, you know, things that are not right for the uh, area and things like that. You know, they carjack it. It's just unfortunate. Sure, and, and they don't want to park in front of their house, so they find a parking lot where they can, in essence, store it, huh? Store the cars, exactly. And these are children. And so, like, uh, if we look today, you know, uh, we, we can't pinpoint the carjacking because these kids that have never been incarcerated before. Uh, you know, you can't pinpoint it because they're young. They're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. And so it's hard to find who's doing it because they're so young. And so, it's, uh, 
And it's unfortunate, like I mentioned before, they don't have anyone to look up to. They don't have any mentors. No one to look up to and, you know, just create a, a positive environment for them. Huh. Uh, I know this is a big question, but how do we change that? How do we change the role model piece of that? Uh, we like we need to get more advocates in the community. We need to, uh, you know, create change. You know, uh, it starts, you know, start with the youth. You know, uh, I start at home with my children. I, my son, I have an eight-year-old. Uh, I try to inspire him to do different things. I let him know, uh, you know, open his restaurant for him, and let him, you know, tell him this is his restaurant. And so when he goes to school and he tell his teachers, and they when I have parent-teacher conference, they said, "Do Dion own a restaurant?" I'm like, "Yes, he does. This is his restaurant." Because so, uh, <laughs> he's been telling the teachers, huh? Yeah, he, yeah, he's telling the teachers, and so it's great to uh, to hear that. And uh, you know, he's really he speaks highly about his restaurant. I was like, "Who got the best food in the city?" He said, "Just Turkey." Hmm. And so it's inspiring to just you know hear from an eight year old and just know we can create positive change starting with the youth. Explain how it works in terms of are you scared? I, you know, you and I were talking about this today, but you know, anybody that's got a business over there, I look at it and I say they seem vulnerable. Do you feel vulnerable, or do you know enough about the people, and do the people know enough about you that that, that you kind of police for each other? Yeah, personally, I don't feel vulnerable, but I can understand if someone had a business in that area that didn't know the people or didn't know the area could feel vulnerable. Uh, like, you know, we was there, you didn't see a police car ride down the street, you didn't see an avalanche, you didn't see a, nor did you see a, uh, a fire truck. And so uh, people can feel vulnerable, and uh, if you didn't know the area, you didn't know no one in the area. And, you know, I've been blessed, you know, I grew up in the area, so I have a lot of different relationships with people in the area, and so that provides, you know, a sense of uh, security. You know, another thing that I find kind of fascinating is, is uh, you know, there are gangs. There are gangs in different uh, different areas have different territories for uh, uh, that this gang goes between these two streets and everybody knows it, whatever it is. Can you, as as a business owner, can you tell someone that's in a gang, is it easy to pick up on that? Yeah, I mean, you can see, you can see how, uh, you know, how they carry themselves, you know, how they walk and things like that. You can know if they had a gun on them and things like that and things and so we just try to create a warm environment uh, so we won't create anything negative to make someone twitch. Or, you know, uh, have a sense, you know, just try to uh, even do a robbery in the, in the, in the area. So we just try to, uh, like I say, we mention people by name. It's good to, you know, people feel good when you know them by name and things like that and you speak upon their name. You just try to create a warm environment for the uh, for the uh, customers and things like that. So it's, uh, it's unfortunate that we do see that type of thing. And we uh, I try to talk to the youth and try to, you know, provide jobs for them. Uh, not if, if it ain't in my style, it could be somewhere else. And so uh, I'm a big I'm a big advocate of that because I've been helped. You know, like Don was my mentor. We mentioned before. You know, he helped me out so much the way I try to. You know, I've been helped, so I like to uh, help others. Well, you, let me ask that generically. If there's people out there listening, and they go, you know, I, I would like to. I, I don't want to get overwhelmed with, with the whole classroom because I, I can't teach them but but if there's if there's one person that i could help is it easy for someone to become a mentor uh on the south side yeah it could be easy you just gotta talk to the kids you know they, um, at the end of because the, day, the kid wants to, has to want it too right yeah at the, at the end of the day we are adults and they are children so you uh they want to listen to someone uh older than them they want to tell you know someone to tell them positive things you know the games uh, gamers i talked to that as a youth uh, when they by themselves, they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't do anything to get out of the street. But when they with a group of guys, they, you know, they, you know, their whole narrative changed. And so you just try to grab each one, you know, grab one, you know, each one, teach one. And so just grab one and uh, try to change his life and change his perception. Sam Willis is our guest. He is just Turkey is the name of his establishment on 38th in Chicago. 
Uh, the turkey bites you have to try. Uh, I had the Polish today. It was outstanding. Um, I, I, I'm kind of eyeing a couple other entrees that I haven't had a chance to get into yet, but I will soon, I can assure you, because it's healthy food and it's good food. Um, Sam, uh, when somebody be, joins the lifestyle of a gang, let's just say, and I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a gang, but when they make that change, when they decide in their lifestyle that they're going to oh, sell drugs or become a part of crime, um, how difficult is it to get them out of that when they're surrounded by, you know, if they get out of it, they're still living in the same neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Uh, you, you want to present it early. You know, uh, you know, like myself as an example, my dad is the leader of the gang. Yes, he was. And what I, what I try to do is I did the opposite thing. So I played sports and did other things like that so I wouldn't be subjected to those type of things. And so um, and, and even though I come home, my dad is still the leader of the gang. You know, like I mentioned before, I love my dad. With did all did my you life. know that when you were a kid? I didn't know they. Uh, my parents kept they kept that away from me. It was a good thing that they did, and um, and so uh, it was very very good that they did. And, you know, so I chose a different way of life. You know, I chose sports, and I ended up going to college and doing a lot of different things and meet different people. And so, um, and that that helped as well. You know, just moving out of the area the way you grew up in, and you know, just changing your whole scenery. And, you know, try to uh, get a, a better opportunity for life. As you look back, does your dad, as you think about his influence now, do, do you look at him as someone that steered you away from gang life? Was was he very present in your life and making you sure that you didn't do what he did? Yeah, I, actually, you know, my dad was, uh, you know, I was fortunate to have my dad in my life all my uh, life. And they kept it away from me. Uh, I didn't know who I, my dad really was. Was he tough on you, though? Was he, was he the guy that made sure you went to school? What was he? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I needed that father figure in my life. Uh, he was very, very tough. And he, and he was in your life that way, huh? Yeah, exactly. And so it was something, you know, everything. And I was like, man, Dad, you know, it, it was good to have that father figure. And so that's what we mentioned in these kids' life, too, as a father figure. Someone that they can look up to and it would be a positive role model for them. Sam, as I mentioned, um, you know, the... the severity and the sadness of an of a shooting like this today with a young man and a student athlete like this that appears at least right now i mean we'll see how but to be an innocent victim and he's fighting for his life right now and if somebody was to say to you sam how do we change this um one of the things you mentioned to me earlier today was there's too many young kids with guns yeah uh and not just guns but guns that shoot you know 30 40 rounds yeah, uh, I don't know that how how you can stop that, but it certainly I, I think it's something that people need to understand that 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 there are fourteen and fifteen year olds that don't even know how to use a gun that have powerful guns. Yes, how are they getting them first? Let's find out. Let's go to the how are they getting these guns? How are they? What, what what's your take exactly. on it? Uh, I, I mean, I can tell you, but how are they getting them? Is we have to find out what, how are they getting these guns, and so uh, are they getting them from somewhere? Um, and so it's like it's, it's terrible that and these guns that shoot thirty with a you just pull the trigger one time and they shoot thirty times. Where they have police officers, you know, fighting for their life. And so I, I I can understand police being fighting for their life, but they also have to take a sense of um, a sense of the, uh, like the situation with a mirror locket. You kick in someone's house at six forty eight in the morning. He's sleeping under a cover. He don't know who it is, but he has a license to carry. Like we talked earlier today, that uh, a lot of homeowners now have guns. And so if someone comes breaking your door at 6 o'clock in the morning, you think it's an intruder. So the first thing you want to do to protect your family is grab your gun. And so we have a lot of homeowners now owning guns, and so we have to really take uh, consideration of what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough place to be, man. And and I appreciate you, and I appreciate you coming on and shedding some light on it. And 
I look forward to coming over to Just Turkey again soon. I had more fun today sitting and visiting with you and the different people that came in uh, in the store. It was just so enlightening, but it was just so it was such cool, casual conversation. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. It's like barbershop talk. So you know, like barbershop, a good way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're just sitting around talking about life and oh, you, yeah, I know you, I remember you, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, exactly. And all walks of life come through. And, you know, former athletes, how everyone shows up. So uh, uh, Mike Pettis and the Pettis family come through a lot. You know, you know Terry Pettis. Yeah, uh, we talked a lot about him, and you know he's getting uh, a lot of things. You know, best of his favor. He has a child now, and uh, things like that. So we have different topics of conversation every day. And uh, everyone is welcome to Just Turkey, 3731 Chicago, South, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I can be reached at 612-367-4061 as a phone number to the store. And everyone is welcome to Just Turkey. We try to prevent obesity in the urban community. And it's working, man, and it is so good. Those turkey bites, I, I mean, give me something to go right now, and I'll come over after work. Sam, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you, and we'll talk soon. All right, thanks a lot. You bet. Sam Willis so much fun to sit there with him and have these different people come in the store and some of them I knew and we'd sit and talk and this is what I encourage you to do I mean I mean, you heard that conversation think about what, what we he and I probably talked about right when we weren't on the radio you can have the frank tough conversation and ask all the questions you want of people that maybe are not like you or didn't grow up like you you can do that you really can now, I do it with Sam and I do it with many others uh, but you do have to extend yourself out there and you and you can't be afraid to sit down with them and say, look, I've got some questions. I've never had somebody say, I'm offended by that question or that makes me uncomfortable. They're more than willing to talk to you about it and educate you on, on what they knew and how they grew up and all those things. And you can educate them on how you grew up too and why you see the world the way that you do too. It's a two-way street. It's got to be. <sighs> Wolves coming up around the corner. Hammer and I will put a ribbon on this show when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 